0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts,
1: Gary and Chris. Podcast number 256. We are going to go ahead and jump into the bowl previews. We're doing December 18th all the way through December 22nd. We're going to run through them super fast. Uh, As always, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, South's premier sports gambling destination. Go to tunicatravel.com for more information on all six of their incredible sports books. Head over to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your favorite podcast apps, uh, and you can follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Let's do this thing. Tuesday, December 18th, the Boca Raton Bowl, 6 p.m. ESPN in Boca Raton, Florida, which is where FAU is, Mr. Lane Kiffin. And what a stark difference between what Kiffin tries to do and what Northern Illinois coach Rod Carey and Bill Clark from UAB try and do on their teams. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Northern Illinois eight and five this year, seven and six against the spread. UAB ten and three, nine and four against the spread. The opening point total is forty three, and the line UAB is a two and a half point favorite. That was opening. They are currently a three point favorite, and the point total went up to forty three and a half. Uh, metrics will tell you. UAB should be favored by 0.93 points, so about one, about 1 yep. point. And the point total should be 35.
0: That sounds about right. That's kind of what I was thinking. If I know these two teams. There aren't going to be a lot of points.
1: Uh two really good coaches, Rod Carey 52 and 29 in 6 seasons, Bill Clark 23 and 14. Both are pretty dang good against the spread. Overall, uh Northern Illinois 2 and 2 against the spread in their last 4, UAB 1 and 3 against the spread in their last 4. Uh, One of those
0: games they openly did not care about.
1: Agreed. Another one was against Texas A&M. Well, yeah. Um, They lost their quarterback towards the end of the season. He should be back, I think, for the bowl game. So that's uh, – now, obviously, they've still got him listed as questionable and and whatever, but uh, with, you know, another week, maybe he should be back, we would think. So we'll see. Uh, Yards per play, Northern Illinois, just awful. Not a lot. Not a lot. (laughs) 4.56. They are number 126 out of 130 in the country. Uh, But as far as defensive yards per play, Northern Illinois number 16, 4.63 yards per play. Uh, UAB, they are 66 in the country, 5.74 in offense, uh, and 4.87. So they're number 24. Both really strong defensive teams. Uh, Neither of them, they're both in the top 25 as far as giving up points. Northern Illinois cannot score on anybody. They score 109, or they're they're 119 out of 130 in the country, averaging 20.7 points per game. They they went eight and five this year, won the MAC, and they actually give up more points per game than they score, which is pretty damn impressive, I think. Um, uh, the turnover margin, Northern Illinois dead even zero. UAB is minus one. UAB played a significantly easier schedule than Northern Illinois did. Uh theirs is one twenty one UAB and Northern Illinois number seventy one. Uh I'm gonna go with Northern Illinois here at plus three and then I'm gonna go under the forty three and a half.
0: No, the under is the under is absolutely the play for me. That's the easiest play in the world. Um and then I'm I ride with Bill Clark. I'm in the tank for that guy. There there are few coaches in the country that I like to watch, that I follow, that I believe in, like I believe in Bill Clark.
1: All right, so you are UAB minus three. I am Northern Illinois plus three, and we're both under 43 and a half. Let's move on. Let's jump into the next one. Wednesday, December 19th, we got the Frisco Bowl. It's in Frisco, Texas, 7 p.m., ESPN, Ohio and San Diego State kind of a fun matchup two old guys
0: i was about to say yeah I, I, I rocky guess. long
1: is like 66 years old frank solich is 73 right yeah, maybe 74 he's, he's up there ohio eight and four this year seven and five against the spread san diego state seven and five and three and nine against the spread and by god i didn't put the last four against the spread on this one so we just gonna have to guess uh san diego state actually did pretty good towards the end of the season um at, at least when it came to big-time matchups, right? So Fresno State, like, they lost it, but they covered the spread. Uh, the opening line here, Ohio minus 3, and the point total, 54. That has stayed. That that has stuck. Kind of makes sense. The metrics favor Ohio minus 5.85, so almost 6 points. And the point total, 55, so right over that 54 line. Um, offensive yards per play, Ohio... Complete opposite ends of the spectrum. On offense, they are number nine in the country, averaging six point nine eight yards per play. But on defense, they give up six point one eight. And that is good for one hundred and fifth in the country. San Diego State, the exact opposite. Five point five one offensive yards per play. Good for eighty-first in the country. On defense, though, they're number twenty seven, giving up four point nine seven. Um, you know, it look, San Diego State cannot score. They're number one hundred and twelve in the country. 22.3 points per game. Ohio puts up 41.2. They are number 10 in the country. But San Diego State plays defense. I mean, they, they are 21.8 points per game. They're good for number 29. Ohio gives
0: up 26.7. That's 62 in the country. Um, Rarely do we get a matchup that's best on best, worst on worst like this. Yeah, it's it's
1: strange. San Diego State, minus three in turnover margin. Ohio, plus 13. Uh, strength of schedule, Ohio's 109, San Diego State 75. But I, I think that Ohio's triple option, there's just not a lot of time here. Mm-hmm. I like Solich. Bowl games tend to matter to him. Uh, remember, they came out and absolutely walloped UAB good in right. the uh, in the Bahamas Bowl last year. And UAB had a pretty good defense.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, that was, that was a really I, good team. I
1: think San Diego State, after losing their starting running back middle of the year, their starting quarterback middle of the year. They are finally like, okay, we're just done with this and and you're gonna make us go from California out to Frisco, Texas. Yep. We don't care. We but Frank Solich, he loves these kind of spots. I'm rolling Ohio minus three here, and I'm
0: gonna go
1: I'm gonna go under the fifty four, I think.
0: Okay, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the same thing. And it's the reason is I think great offenses. Find ways to score on great defenses, but sometimes bad offenses. Even when you're playing a bad defense, you can't score. Yeah, it's it's just sometimes it's just tough, right? Yeah, you're just you just don't have the dudes for it. So San Diego State
1: um, likes to keep low-scoring games and whatnot. So they their unders have hit a lot this year, um, and I don't think that changes. But I do think that Ohio can cover three. That's right. So let's uh, let's move on from that one. Let's jump into Thursday, December twentieth. <laughs> My favorite bowl name of all of them. The Gasparilla Bowl is the bad boy uh bad boy mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Seven PM ESPN Tampa, Florida, December twentieth, South Florida, and Marshall. And I we don't know if Blake Barnett's coming back on this one.
0: That's right. We're not we don't know. We yeah. And we probably won't know for a little bit.
1: Uh both teams are four and eight against the spread. Marshall was eight and four. South Florida seven and five. South Florida lost their last five games yes. after starting out undefeated, lost them all by double digits. As
0: soon as Barnett went down, it was over. And
1: so, and I think that he might be back for this one. Maybe um, it's in Tampa. South Florida's at home. Marshall kind of left a bad taste in your mouth after getting absolutely <laughs> demolished by Virginia Tech in their last game of the year on uh, December first or second yeah. or whatever it was. Um, I mean, offensive yards per play, like, Marshall, 5.5, they're number 82 in the country offensive yards per play, but they're number 17 in defensive yards per play, mm-hmm. giving up only 4.67. South Florida gives up 5.72, but they average 6.07 yards per play, and that's good for 45th. Um, South Florida gives up 31.5 points per game on defense, and it's just, like, I, I would imagine Marshall is going to be able to score. Um metrics will tell you marshall should be favored by 2.3 <laughs> points which it's 2.5 uh, on the it. line and but however the point total is 47 according to the metrics so
0: my problem with the metrics are is is what are they graining how are they seeing south florida that's the problem. They're, they're looking at as looking, a team. They're looking at South Florida all year as
1: for all all season. But if
0: but if you if you take South Florida's numbers and you cut off what Blake Barmett didn't do because he wasn't there, and you look at their metrics just on the time that he was there, and you grade them differently, this is a whoa different a, a way different game. Which Everything I would, is. I would expect different.
1: that that's why the point total went up, sure, and also why the uh, the line went down. So, Marshall was favored by three, and they went down to two and a half. And the uh, opening point total, 54, moved up to 55 and a half.
0: I would say this. I think if if we get word, and we're recording this on Sunday December 9th. December yep. 9th. If you got word that Blake Barnett's going to play in this game, I bet this line changes. I mean, it could change four four points. I mean, they could they could drastically change it. South
1: Florida could end up being a favorite. Yo, yeah, could easily yeah. end up being
0: the favorite. If you like South Florida, get it now. Get I, it I would now. If you like Marshall, get it now. Yeah, because no, no, that's line. right. No, sorry. If you, if you like, you like Marshall, Marshall, wait, 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 because I think the lines on. But it if you now.
1: like South Florida, go on and, and hop on it now. Now it's already jumped under the uh, the magic number.
0: That's of right, three. Um, but but Barnett's going to change that drastically. Yeah, if he's I, healthy, any he place I like South Florida in this game. I'm gambling on the fact of Barnett coming back and being a difference maker and playing. I also like the over. I don't think either one of these teams are going to play defense. I think it's going to be a score.
1: Okay. I think I'll go the opposite of you on this. I'm going to go Marshall. Okay. Um, I like Doc Holliday. I like what he does there. Uh, so, I'm going to take Marshall minus the two and a half. I'm getting it under a field goal. And I'm going to go under the 55 and a half.
0: Yeah. Oh, if Barnett doesn't play, I don't think we hit that. We don't get close to it because I don't think South Florida can can move the ball much.
1: And so, I, I don't think Marshall, I don't know, is good enough offensively to be able to score. But I mean, they are number thirty two in the country. They only give up twenty two points a game. Yeah. Uh so even if Blake Barnett comes back, I think Marshall is going to be able to uh to to maybe hold him down a little bit uh because I think these two teams are pretty equal. Probably. Pretty equal. All right. So uh so Marshall minus two and a half for me with the under fifty five and a half. You got South Florida exactly. plus two and a half over fifty five and a half. Let's move into Friday, December twenty first. We got two games today. The Bahamas Bowl starts us off, eleven thirty a.m. ESPN, Florida International and Toledo, Jason Candle and uh, uh, Butch Davis. Sure. So, Florida International eight and four on the year, nine and three against the spread. Toledo seven and five, six and six against the spread. Both of these teams went three and one their last four games against the spread. Opening total was sixty seven, and the line was Toledo minus six. The current point total is 68, so it moved up a point, but the line stayed at six. Both teams have gotten turnovers. Toledo plus three on the year, Uh, Florida International plus nine. Uh, Both of these are top 25 teams as far as offensive yards per play. Toledo, however, number 82 in the country, 5.88 on defensive yards per play. Toledo gives up 30.2 points per game. FIU only gives up 24.7 offensive points per game. Toledo, however, 41.1, number eleven in the country. And Jason Candle does that. Right. That's, right. That's just what he does. He scores, scores, scores. Uh FIU is only thirty-four point six. They are good for thirty, which is not bad at all. Um What what the metrics have Toledo minus six point one three, so right on the number, and then the metrics have sixty-eight points. So <laughs> I mean, it's I've I've never seen anything like this. Normally, you got some some variance one way or another, but that's right. God. I'm
0: I'm not going to pretend that I know everything about these teams that I, I follow them closely or anything. I like taking dogs in bowl games. I just think teams that have more time to prepare. I, I like I think it the more time you have to prepare for a team, it equals out the team. Yeah, I think it makes the the good teams. I don't know, lackadaisical, I, I, I'm not really sure. Maybe they overlook things, they overwork things. The bad teams seem to play up to standards. I like taking points. I'm going to take FIU here, and I'm definitely going under 68.
1: That's I'm doing well. So you're going under
0: sixty-eight. I'm going under sixty-eight.
1: I'm taking FIU and I'm going over the sixty-eight. Yeah, that's a lot of points. It's a lot of points, but in,
0: in the Bahamas, in the, it's going to be the, perfect weather. Yeah, but they both get in the thirties. That's that's still a bunch. I mean, to get to sixty-eight, you got to. I mean, all you need is a forty-two, thirty-five game. That's all you need is forty-two points. That's just it. Well, but I mean,
1: Toledo averages forty-one point one. I. That's
0: fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, I mean, they. That's fine.
1: And, and the defensive points per game, like, neither one of them can stop anybody. It doesn't feel like so.
0: Okay. You
1: know, I, I'm going to run over. 68 points a lot. It's, it's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. But uh, but we've seen offenses go crazy this year. And I, I would think the same thing here, uh, especially with these two teams. They, they, they're just both offensive teams. I, I like them. Second matchup on December 21st, the Potato Bowl. <laughs> what a terrible name. The the famous Idaho potato bowl, isn't that it? Yeah. Three PM on ESPN. There's there's no game that night. That Friday night. It's kind of weird. Like why why would you have games during the day when people are still working? I don't anyway. All right, so three PM ESPN. It's in Boise, Idaho, playing on the Blue Turf. BYU six and six on the year, but they're eight and four against the spread. Western Michigan seven and five on the year, but they are uh four and eight against the spread. Not good. Not good. Opening line was BYU minus eleven. Point total forty eight and a half. BYU is now a twelve point favorite, and the line or the total is still at forty eight and a half. Uh, BYU four and zero oh against spread in their last four. Western Michigan one and three against the spread in their last four. Metrics have BYU minus nine point one four with a point total of fifty five. That's a lot more than what the actual point total is from Vegas.
0: What say you, buddy? Well, I'm going to go with BYU here. I I think this is not equal matchups. Okay. Western Michigan, congratulations. You made a bowl game. BYU, better quality opponent than what Western Michigan played most of the year, I think.
1: Yeah. Strength of schedule, Western Michigan, number 99 in the country. BYU, number 65 yeah I mean at defensive yards per play, BYU number 20 uh, at 4.79 Western Michigan can't stop anybody no. they gave up six yards a play that's 96th in the country uh, Western Michigan gives up 33.3 points per game BYU gives up 21.7 that's number 103 and number one or number two eight number 28 respectively um yeah I mean I, Western Michigan's defense is atrocious. Uh, but they do score. Like Western Michigan can score, but I don't know that they score against BYU. I think I like the twelve here. Uh, I'm going to go over the 48, though. Yeah, I would too. And so, eight and a half. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'd go over it as well.
1: So, so we are both BYU minus twelve, and we are both going over the 48 and a half. As always, you can go over to bet on these games, Tunica, Mississippi. South's premier sports gambling destination. they got six incredible sports sportsbooks. TunicaTravel.com is the place for you to go to go check that bad boy out. Let's, uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's jump into Saturday, December 22nd, the Birmingham Bowl. Hometown team. That's right. Memphis getting a chance against the Power 5 team. It's 11 a.m. on Saturday, December 22nd. ESPN in Birmingham, Alabama. It's in Legion Field. The old trash fire that is Legion Field. Memphis eight and five on the year. Wake Forest six and six. Memphis is eight and five against the spread. Wake Forest is four and eight against the spread. Opening line was two and a half. Point total of seventy three and a half. It's two defenses that can't stop nobody. Nope. Nobody, no, sir. The current line is Memphis minus five. It jumped two and a half points already. Whew. Uh Wake Forest. Well, no, let the, the the point total is up to seventy four. It's only yes. going up half a point. Uh, that's a lot of points. Just a lot of points. Um, So, it's an early game. Memphis, number four in the country in yards per play. Number 55 in defensive yards per play. Wake Forest, number 78 in offensive yards per play at 5.5. 5. Defensive yards per play, Wake Forest gives up 6.06. 06. They're number 104. So, Memphis across the board is better. Memphis averages 43.6 points a game. Wake averages 32.5 uh, that's number seven and number forty in defense. both of them give up <laughs> over thirty points a game number ninety three for Memphis number one oh two for Wake Forest
0: Defense a bad word in
1: this game. Uh, yeah, it certainly is. Uh, turnover margin Memphis plus four on the year Wake Forest minus three. Uh, but Wake has looked a little bit better with this uh, with this new freshman quarterback. I was just about to say though other so. quarterback
0: is not the same i I, I do like the way uh, Wake has been playing finished the season out. Um, bet on him quite a bit did did decent. At the end of the year, um, well, I mean they hammered Duke to close out the season. Oh no, fifty nine to yeah, that's seven. Right. No, yeah, they, they roasted Duke at Duke. They here. Here's my thing. Completely biased, but I think this Memphis team is rolling. I think they offensively are second to very few in in the country. I think they can score with anybody on anybody. I'm going to take Memphis. I'm going to lay the five. I'm going over the seventy four and a half. I think this is going to be one of the most exciting games to watch all bowl season.
1: I think I agree with you. I am going to go, because the public is so on Memphis right here, I'm going to go Wake plus the 5. I still think Memphis wins, but I think this is one of those that is a you know a field goal game. Because I like the Wake quarterback. I think both teams are going to score a lot. But too. 74 is a ton of points. It's an 11 a.m. game. I'm going to go under the 74 because that is just astronomical. It's a lot. Um and and I've seen Memphis put up a whole bunch of points in like the first half and then in the second half just get completely you, shut down.
0: You, you've only seen that against one team. No, no, no. It's happened it's happened multiple times. Well, those are against better defensive teams
1: I, I do agree with that. I do and, agree
0: that. and they were both the other the only two times that I ever saw that happen well, three times this year, twice against UCF, a a top ten team in the country. And then the other two times we're against triple option teams that can just hold the football forever. This is not that. This is not that situation. You might have talked me into this point total thing. I like it. I'm I'm in. A, I'll am i go over the 74. In. The 11 a.m. thing is ridiculous. 11 a.m. is perfectly fine to be able to wake up. It's not like you partying hard in Birmingham. Okay? I mean, you got a point it's there. It's like the Vegas Bowl here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> no, you you're right about that. Anyway,
0: I'm in. I'm excited about this game. I think we're gonna look back on the bowl season and non biased, non Memphis people are gonna say that was one of the most exciting games of the year.
1: I could I could get down with that. So okay, I'm gonna swap over. I'm going over seventy four. Soldy. I'm still gonna go with Wake plus five because I still think it could end up being a field goal game and Memphis does not
0: kick a lot of field goals, so no. Wake's gonna have to make those odd numbers.
1: Yeah. And that and and that'll be fine. Uh but Wake did play really well to end the year. No, they no they played great. This is so, not
0: a knock on them. I think they're gonna score a lot of points. I just You just think Memphis is gonna score more. No, I don't think Memphis. If Memphis scores last and they win by a touchdown, it's over. I like it. I like it. That's okay. all I want
1: in my life. So I got Wake plus five, you got Memphis minus five. We're both going over the seventy four in the Birmingham bowl. Let's jump into Man, there's a few on December twenty second. Let's see the Armed Forces Bowl, two thirty p.m. ESPN, Fort Worth, Texas, Saturday, December twenty second. Houston and Army. Derek King is out. Ed Oliver is out. Houston is a shell of themselves. Kendall Browse might be the offense coordinator at of Tennessee by the time this game rolls around. We'll see about that. Uh, Houston eight and four on the year, six and six against the spread. Army nine and two. Uh, sorry, ten and two now. Uh, I put these records out before, yeah,
0: before the Navy game. Da, 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 da. And
1: then uh, Army now is six four and one against the spread. They did not cover the seven and a half closing line against uh, Navy. Um, so yeah, last last four Army was well. So I've got the last five for Army. They were two and three against spread in their last five. Uh, Houston one and three against the spread in their last five. Army opened a five-point favorite. They are now a
0: three-point favorite. And the point total is
1: 67.5. It has moved down to 67.
0: That is such. A, this is such a weird line to me. Well,
1: last year, so Army held the football last year in the, what was it? Like the Poinsettia Bowl or, or whatever it was that they played San Diego State. They held the ball for 42 minutes of that game. Oh, no, it was more than that. It was like 45 minutes. It was 45
0: minutes. They, and, and the game was... It, it was close to 50, and they said they want to try to get 50. And it was
1: 42... 42 to 36 that Army won last year. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Or 42-35, something like that. So, it, like, it was a pretty high point total. Um, that's because San Diego State could do whatever they wanted to with Rashad Penny.
0: They just scored as they fast scored as possible.
1: They scored as fast as possible, and then Army just kept the football. Like, the whole time. I think the same thing could happen here, no. because Kendall Bryles likes to score quick, and Army is going to hold the football it's for. This Army
0: defense is different though. This Army defense held Oklahoma, and our to, Heisman Trophy winner to twenty one to twenty one regular regulation points. Now here's
1: the point though: the defense coordinator is now gone to North Carolina. He's not yeah, going to coach in the bowl game. It
0: doesn't matter. I don't know that that coordinator had a whole lot to do with it. I think the boys had a lot to do with it. Hey, you might be right. So, you might be right, and only having to play defense on like twenty-three snaps. That's true. Like, come on, That's man. The,
1: the current line is Army minus three. Uh, the point total is sitting at sixty-seven. It went down half a point.
0: I'm just trying to justify my thoughts, my feelings. I like Army in this game, and and I'm definitely go. I'm going under, under, under. 67.
1: That's exactly what I'm doing. I, that I'm, is
0: just too many points. Army's if Army holds the ball for 50 minutes, for 40 minutes, which they're probably going to do that. There's no, you can't you just can't math doesn't work that way. We're no, not you can't, we're not you can't getting can't score enough points to 60 get 60 points.
1: No, I, I think you're I think you're probably right. And I Under respect defense a lot. Now the metrics say Army minus .94 points. I know. Uh, and the point total is 67, I know. which is dead I know. on the number. I,
0: I'm, I'm definitely going against the metrics on, but, on the, but this, the side. But
1: this all has to do with year-long statistics, That's right? That's right. So if Derek King ain't there and Ed Oliver ain't there, eh, you know. I mean, it. I, I think I think the point total will be much lower, and I like Army minus the field goal here. I, I mean, I think they're going to be able to put up points on Houston's defense, no problem. That's Houston's right. defense this year, oh, uh, I mean, they, they give up – Five point seven yards per play. That's sixty-seven in the country. They give up thirty-four point four points per game. That's number one hundred six. Number one hundred six. Uh, both teams about equal on on turnover margin. Uh, plus six for Houston. Plus five for Army. Army's played a more difficult schedule. Oh yeah. Army Not, number yeah. number eighty in matchy strength of schedule. Houston number one hundred seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston like their their offensive numbers are great, but that was with Derek King and. With them not having him, I just don't think they're going to be able to score as much. Uh, I like Army here. I think they're going to keep the football for forty-five minutes in the ballgame. game. Right. Like I, I would love to see him go for fifty, fifty uh-huh. minutes. That'd be a lot of fun. Next one up, let's talk about the Dollar General Bowl. Six p.m. ESPN Saturday, December twenty-second in Mobile, Alabama. Troy does not have to travel far for this one, my friend. However, Buffalo, they got to go a long way. Yeah, but they get out of Buffalo.
0: They get out of Buffalo. And the farther away from Buffalo you are,
1: the better. That is a uh, that is a good point. Buffalo ten and three on the year. They're nine and four Sorry against to the spread. The
0: good name of Buffalo, and the. Nah, we the ain't got to worry about Buffalo. that.
1: I don't know how many people from Buffalo are going to watch this, but we love you guys if you are watching. Um, but we all loves know you. Love a strong word. You'd rather be in in Mobile around Christmas time, and I, I think that's a pretty it's common. close to a beach. It's
0: dang close to a beach. It's not a great beach, but it's a beach. How dare you? Now I'm in the good name of Mobile. Gulf Gulf Shores is a fantastic beach.
1: I love Gulf Shores. All right, uh, Troy eight and three, or sorry, eight three and one against the spread this year. Buffalo nine and four against the spread. Troy 2-1 one, and 1 against the spread in the last 4, Buffalo 2 and 2. They lost the MAC championship after being up 29 to 10 on Northern Illinois. How you give up 20 just points die. to Northern Illinois to lose the ball game? I just don't understand. I don't quit. get it. They quit. Uh Buffalo opened a 3-point favorite. The uh, point total 53 and a half has stood still. The current line is Buffalo minus 2 and a half. People love Troy. Neil Brown, real good as an underdog. He's That's my guy. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I do, you know, both of them plus seven in, in turnover margin. Uh, both of them about the same as far as defensive points per game and offensive points per game. Uh, Troy lost their starting quarterback, Caleb Barker, middle of the year. The new guys come in, done pretty well. I was to say
0: they, haven't, they, they look about the same.
1: These, these teams look almost identical That's other right. than Buffalo has a 6'7", 245-pound quarterback, <laughs> Tyree right. Jackson, that is
0: That's a big man. Yes, no.
1: and he's and he's good. No, he's no, yeah, he's, he's going to be an NFL prospect. Yeah, he's good. But uh, Troy's defense a lot better, um, especially in points per game. I mean, they're number twenty three in the country uh, to forty eight for Buffalo. I okay, I'm going to go Troy. Okay, plus the two and a half. It, the metrics say Buffalo minus two. And point total of fifty three, which is right like <laughs> just ridiculous. Um I'm gonna go Troy plus the two and a half because at home, Neil Brown is not going anywhere. They have figured out what to do with this uh with this backup quarterback who is now in the starting role. Um I think they're gonna have more fans. I think they're gonna be more amped up for this one. This is a good bowl game. I mean, this is a good matchup. Nine and three, ten and three. Like this is good. I'll uh, I'll take Troy plus the two and a half. I will go. I'm gonna go under the fifty three and a half. I, I think Troy's gonna play lights out defense in this game. Uh, I think they are going to take it as a uh, as a challenge.
0: I'm taking Troy two and a half plus two and a half. Love that pick. I have no feel at all for the over under. I'm I'm going over just because. But I I don't I don't know flipping a coin.
1: It's like we'll just see. We'll see what happens. I gotta make a pick. I'm making a pick. Sounds good to me. Over 53 and a half. All right. And last one. Last one for today. Saturday, December 22nd, the Hawaii Bowl. 9 30 p.m. ESPN, Honolulu, Hawaii. It's uh it's the last college football game before Christmas. So Louisiana Tech, Hawaii. Louisiana Tech went seven and five this year, six and six against the spread. Hawaii eight and five on the year, five seven and one against the spread. Both teams not so good to end the season as far as spread goes. Louisiana Tech one and three in their last four. Hawaii one two and one against the spread in their last four. Opening numbers were fifty-seven and a half as far as point total. Hawaii minus one and a half was the opening line. It is now Hawaii minus one. And the current point total is 60. It
0: jumped two and a half points. Does that surprise you at all? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I like the over in this game just because I think Hawaii can score. I think La Tech's going to score. Um, Louisiana Tech is not. I can they- see why the public is betting the over. Louisiana Tech averages
1: 24.2 points per game.
0: Yeah, but they don't get to play Hawaii very often.
1: That is uh, That is true. That is true. Hawaii I mean, average what is
0: average teams against Hawaii? Uh,
1: Hawaii gives up 35.4 points per game yeah. <laughs> number 111 in the country. Yeah. So yeah, okay. they yes, you're right. Uh, Louisiana <laughs> Tech plus three in turnover margin, Hawaii minus nine. Um, I mean, look, both of them like to throw the football. Uh, Louisiana Tech, however, does not throw it nearly as far as Hawaii. No,
0: they. Yeah, Hawaii is definitely more of a, a dink and dunk. Take the top off the defense, kind of. Yes, boomer bust uh, offense.
1: Metrics have got Louisiana Tech favored by .36, and the point total, as far as the metrics go, is fifty nine. So right on the number. I, again, never seen anything like this where games are just dead. On the number. Well,
0: I mean, the people making the number knows the metrics. I mean, that's just it. Yeah. They obviously, no.
1: all year long, you're able to find some that are like. Well,
0: we found a few. And there's, yeah, there's I mean, been a I'm few. I have gone against them, but it's probably yeah. smart.
1: There's been a few, but at the same time, it's like, man, every one of these is dead on it. Um, I, like. So, metrics say Louisiana Tech. I'm going to go Hawaii minus the one here. Um, I'm going to go under the sixty. I think. No, I'm not. You can't. No, I'm going over the 60. Like God I, bless like I'm America. I'm not going to
0: pretend that I, I'm going to pay a whole lot of attention to the Hawaii bowl, <laughs> but, but I'm going to take the home team and I'm going to take the over.
1: Well, I figure So there's going to be a lot of families getting together. Yeah. Right. On the Saturday before Christmas. And this will be the only football game on.
0: Yeah, but I'm not the Saturday before Christmas. I'm probably going to be doing like Christmas crap that I should have done. <laughs> This week, but I'm I'm here instead. Are you an Amazon guy? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, there's not a person alive that's not an Amazon guy.
1: That's a, So I didn't know if, it, if that was like your preferred method of Christmas shopping.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't really like being around other people very much. The older I've got, I've become <laughs> such a... I'm totally different than the person I was like just even three, four years ago. That's a, um, Same here. Yeah, same here. Um, but I still get out and I still buy stuff.
1: Yeah, and I do the same thing, but most of my purchases come through uh, the mail now. UPS and FedEx, they, uh, they love me quite a bit. There's packages at my door every day in December, it feels like. Just ridiculous. Uh, so who you got? You got Hawaii?
0: I'm going Hawaii. I'm going over.
1: Hawaii, minus one and the over 60, and that is going to wrap up Saturday, December 22nd. Alright, so on the podcast, we appreciate you guys listening. As always, head over to tunicatravel.com. Find more information on all six of the books down in Tunica, Mississippi. We gave you all the information. You need to go be a winner, so go knock that bad boy out. And uh, make sure you visit us over at winningcureseverything.com. You can follow us on Facebook and over at Twitter. That's at winningcures on Twitter. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and go check out the channel, youtube.com slash winningcureseverything. Hit subscribe for us. We will see you guys the next go-round. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter at WinningCures. You can follow myself at Gary WCE.
0: You follow me at ChrisBGiannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also
1: email the show. That's winningcureseverything at gmail.com.